If you're fed up struggling in dating, life and relationships as a midlife woman, then you are going to love today's episode of the Star Monroe Show because I am going to talk about the high value queen and how when you move through life as a high value queen, you are going to transform not only your love life, but your life too. Hey, I'm Star Monroe, and each week on the Star Monroe Show, I dive into topics such as reinvention, dating, relationships, and sex in midlife, all through the lens of a kick-ass, wise, older woman. So let's talk about the rite of passage from princess to queen, because this is knowledge, this is wisdom that all sassy, intelligent midlife women need to know about, but not enough women know about it. And the thing is, you and I are bombarded by the narrative that it's game over, that it's end of the line for us, that all is left for us at midlife is wearing cardigans. There's nothing wrong with cardigans, I own plenty of them, but wearing cardigans and snuggling up and giving up on ourselves at life. And I don't look at midlife like that. I look at midlife as a crossroads. It's a time for you and I to do deep inner work on ourselves, to know who we are, to come back to our very core essence that the world has knocked out of us over the years. It's Our job is to know what we want and have the audacity of a middle-aged white man to go out there and make it happen. Have you noticed the audacity of middle-aged white men? We need that. And here's the thing, this is what I love about menopause, because I have a different take on menopause too, is our whole brain is literally rewiring itself and we're able to think a little bit more like a good man, let's say that, a good man. We're able to compartmentalize things in our brain and not everything touches and we don't get so kind of bogged down by things that we did before, but only if you're doing the work, you're slowing down, you're finding your own rhythm in life. Yes, there's lots to be done at midlife. And the way that I look at it is that I am setting myself up for my next decade. I've worked with older women nearly all my life. And the ones that were cruising and sashaying and sauntering through life are the ones that did the inner work on themselves the decade before. Because we've got to plug back into ourselves. The whole world, your your upbringing probably has told you that you're here for everybody else. But my friend, when you're here for everybody else, you suffer. You get filled with resentment, sadness, anger, and that is not a good look on any midlife woman. So, Let's unpack this rite of passage from princess to queen. And then I'm going to take you on a little journey on how you can start to embody your queen today. (laughs) So 
when I talk about princess, late princess, queen in training and queen, these are archetypal energies and these are in us, in your DNA, whether you like it or not. Um, you're going to see archetypes get played out. The best place to see archetypes get played out is a Disney movie. You've got the prince, the king, the villain, the good woman, the good man, the bad man, the witch, uh, the dwarves, these are all archetypal energies. We are part, as Carl Jung says, we are part of something so much bigger. And these archetypal energies reside in the collective unconscious. So it's something bigger than us and it's in our DNA. And it is up to you to plug back into these archetypal energies. And this is why I say, like, more midlife women need to know about this. More women need to know about this rite of passage because I really believe that this would help all women move through life in a more grounded and powerful state and not let the Western society pull her apart. So let's talk about the princess first. We're all born princesses and these princess traits stay with us throughout our life. Yet... <laughs> It is important for us to outgrow and say goodbye to them, especially in our queen era. Um, so the princess archetypal energies are most dominant between the age of zero and 30. And a princess is called to discover who she is as a woman and slowly learn what makes her feel good and what doesn't make her feel good. Uh, princesses love confirmation from the outside world, which reassures them that they are okay, beautiful, and seen. Now, as a princess, this is natural nourishment. It's necessary nourishment for her, and there's nothing wrong with princesses, remember zero to 30 years old, seeking out this external validation because it helps her when she reflects and ponders over it it helps her to cultivate the queen inside her the thing is with with princesses nowadays that they've got their work cut out for them because the influences from our culture can seduce princesses into believing that they're not good enough as they are um, and there's something wrong with them and that they need to morph and change and be a good girl or be an independent woman or be the caregiver to get their love and um, sense of belonging. To claim your true princess status, you need to rise. This is why we need uh, more powerful, older role models as women so we can guide these younger versions uh, because it's... Uh, princesses need to rise above the culture's demands of them and seek out, as I just said, seek out older female icons that they can resonate with and learn from. And so they can keep exploring the world and learning about who they are. Now, as a woman transitions from her 20s into her 30s, she becomes a late princess. Now, this is a powerfully transitional time for a woman, and there's much work to be done. Late princesses are called to notice that they are no, no longer young girls. 
And I know for me, I didn't do this work in my 30s. And actually, I'm going to describe an immature princess. And that was me to the T in my 30s. So there's no shade here, because if you haven't done the work, then you're going to bring it forward to whatever decade you're in now. Your 30s are a perfect time to start cultivating your inner world by bringing more awareness to your thoughts and practicing daily skills that make you feel more self-secure and safe within yourself. This is all the work that I'm here to do. I help women come back home to themselves and create safety and security because it's not guaranteed out there in this world. Yet if we can constantly self-soothe and come back home to ourselves, it stops us numbing out with booze, food, men, women, shopping, um, overworking. So it's really important that we learn to come back home to ourselves. Again, in, a, in your 30s as a princess, late princess, the culture is going to keep wanting to pull you away from your body and your mind. But now is the time to become more discerning about what you're listening to and way less judgmental around your body and learn to let go of the negative self-talk. When you do this work in your 30s, you're paving your way for your next decade, as I said earlier. And when you do the work in the decade before, it makes the next decade way easier to sashay into. Life in your 30s is calling you to move into womanhood. And as I said, zero shade, because <laughs> I didn't do any of this work in my 30s. I mean, I was very, I was becoming aware of my patterns, but I was still very enmeshed in my patterns. I thought I was my patterns and my habits, um, and I wasn't. And you're not your patterns or your habits. They're things that you've learned to do to cope through life. And there's always better ways to cope, manage ourselves and life. So let me tell you what an immature princess looks like. Uh, literally, it's me in my 30s. I'm always focused on her looks, always looking for outside approval, uh, not really contributing to the world or anybody else. She's selfish and she wants more and more things for herself. She's very overly focused on things of material value. She sees men as saviors or someone she needs to please. I carried this on into my 40s, by the way. Uh, she believes that she has to be someone else in order to get their attention in relationships and in other relationships too. She wastes her energy on gossip, media, and lots of partying. That was definitely me with the partying. She wastes energy on too much drink and drugs. Oh my God, hands up, that was me. I was a raging alcoholic and a cocaine addict in my 30s. Does not consider the consequences of her words and actions. Yes, there were many times I had huge rows with people and just walked away from the devastation that I caused. Uh, she doesn't think about the future and she self-attracts and self-criticizes way too much. And when I look back at my 30s, I look back with lightness and kindness. Um, I realize that I really did not like myself in my 30s. And I use a lot of different numbing techniques so I didn't have to feel that. Let's have a look what a good princess looks like, a mature princess. She's thoughtful. She's aware of herself and the environment. She's got her eyes to the future. She wakes up every day with the attitude of bettering herself. She considers, she considers the feelings of others. She has a desire to learn and grow. She takes care of her body and speaks kindly of herself and to herself. So let's sashay over into our 40s and let's look at your queen in training years. 
As you move into your 40s, you enter your queen in training years. This period of your life is calling you to leave the girl behind. There's going to be a lot of grief around this and grief is a gnarly process and it takes time. Uh, this period of your life is asking you to step fully into your power as a woman and claim your queenhood. That means standing in who you are, owning your choices and your actions. It means taking full responsibility for how you're showing up in life. This is a powerful transitional time and normally spans through your 40s and 50s. And this is the work that I'm here to do to support and guide other midlife women to really step into their rightful place as queen. Now, when you get into your 40s, you've been here. You've been residing on this planet for a while now and you have gained wisdom, confidence, resilience, strength, courage. So it's time to put these to good use. You're called to spend your time on loving who you are and the body you have. It's time to stop being so wrapped up in how your body looks and the desire to be younger. And I truly believe, because I went through this myself, that this takes time and there's many layers of this as well. There's many layers of releasing the princess so you can start to embody the queen. And I would kind of go through this stage of like, oh, yeah, I'm 40, whatever, and I'm ready to step here and I'm embracing this. But I feel sad because I'm not this person before. And that went on many, many times in my 40s. Now in your 40s, it's the perfect time to get your emotional house in order. What do I mean by that? I mean that you've really got to start to learn, read Work with a therapist so you understand you are not your thoughts, you're not your mind. And in here, it will never, never stop. And your job is to become more in control of it and to become the observer of it all. So you can drop deeper into your body because your body is where you hold your wisdom, your intuition, your instincts. And your body is where your rhythm is and you need to be able to tune into that. And you can't all the time. You're stuck up in your head, ruminating over everything, anxious, self-doubt, overwhelmed. Uh, there's also another sort of part in that in the way that you're moving through life. If you're perpetually busy, overcommitting yourself, always looking after everybody and not putting yourself first, massive red flag for you to, whoa, I can't, you, you can choose to carry on like that, but you will burn yourself to the ground. You will probably have a breakdown. I know I had three breakdowns, took me three times to take notice of how I was showing up in life. So in your 40s, queen in training years, now's the time to get your emotional house in order to figure out your relationships and to figure out what you want from them and also to stamp your sense of style on your life, how you dress and your attitude. I think about your 40s and bear in mind, you know, if you didn't do this in your 40s, then fuck it, do it in your 50s. It really is about experimenting with how you want to show up in life. Who do you want to be? And remember that 
the core essence of you is always inside you and you would have got glimmers of that i read somewhere i saw it on instagram the other day instagram is good for some things um a glimmer is the opposite to a trigger so glimmers come when you feel really radiant alive really happy it puts a smile on your face you would have had glimmers throughout your life of who you are before you learned to hide who you were and this starts off in childhood carries on through your life because ultimately you are a human being i'm a human being and we want to feel loved we want to find our sense of belonging and if we learn early on in our childhood years that who we are isn't lovable and we don't get our sense of belonging then we hide all those little parts of us inside our subconscious we put the lid on them but they never really stay quiet and then we build these masks and identities over the years some of those identities could be good girl, people pleaser, independent woman, mother, wounded um, inner child, performer, you know. So there's many masks that we take on. And this is why midlife is such a potent time for you, because it really is an invitation for you to shed these identities gently and mindfully and with reverence as well. These identities never really go, my friend, and it's really, uh, it, you need to take good care of them because they will pop back up again if you try to sweep them under the rug. This is why the inner work takes time, takes patience, and you, you need to be guided in this work as well. Queens in training know it is of the highest importance to put their needs first and to do so without the guilt. Let me talk about guilt briefly. Guilt is you've learned what is right and wrong from probably your mom and your dad, from your peers, from society. And you are really asked to step into your sovereignty in midlife to really become autonomous in who you are and what you want and have the, i've told you the audacity of a middle-aged white man to claim it and to live it um and guilt is something guilt is not an emotion shame's an emotion guilt is a set of rules and regulations that you have in, been indoctrinated into all your life and as you and i'm definitely a woman who does not live within the box and i do life very much my way you are going to come up against guilt about questioning yourself over and over again and i truly believe the act of you questioning your guilt and choosing yourself, choosing your core essence over and over again, that's what builds your confidence. That's what builds your audacity as a midlife woman. Ooh, I love that. Um, so queens in training know it's of the highest importance to put their needs first, to question their guilt. They believe in possibilities, not problems. They understand the power of body wisdom. And if you don't understand the power of body wisdom, then work with me because I will teach you that. Um, and also the knowledge that they have to come out of their head and into their bodies because this is where your inner gps is your inner guidance that's going to guide you towards what is meant for you also a side note in this i love a paradox is that even if we're guiding towards or moving towards what is meant for us 
life is chaotic and uncertain. So we've always got to be ready for the for, for whatever comes with us, which goes back to what I was saying earlier about it's so important for you to come back home to yourself and create a sense of safety and stability and security within yourself. Because then you can handle what comes your way with a little bit more grace, lightness and ease. Queens in training are asked to look at life and go, I have this one life. I have my energy and it's not limitless. I have a power. I'm me. And it's time, and I have this body as well. It's time to embrace all of this so I can set the tone flamboyantly for the next half, the last half of my life. Let's talk about Queen. So as you saunter into your 50s, oh, I love that, You're, we're sauntering into our 50s. From the ages of 50 and up, you are indeed a queen. And I talk a lot about high value queen. And, it, and really, it is a, a woman who is, she knows who she is, she knows where she's going. And she, through her actions, she knows her worth and she owns her value. That, I get it. There's so many memes out there about own your worth and know your value. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing in a weird American accent. Yet they mean nothing if you carry on making shitty choices with your life, your body, relationships, love and intimacy. You're going to erode any kind of value and worth you have for yourself. And again, I talk from experience. That's what I did in my 30s. When I got into my 40s, it was around 40, 41. I woke up to myself. I suddenly looked at what I was doing and I went, fuck, if I carry on doing what I'm doing. And what really woke me up was I kept dieting. I didn't call it dieting. I called it clean eating. I kept dieting and losing weight, then putting weight back on. And I was just like, you can't do this to yourself. You, I'm not letting you do this to yourself for the rest of your life. And it was in that instant I made a fucking decision. And I'm going to tell you some tricks and tips on how to embody your high value queen at the end. Um, but I made a fucking decision and I was like, I am not living my life this way anymore. I don't yet know how another way is is going to be presented to me, but I trust I'm going to find it. So I had this open mind. I looked at possibilities, not problems. And I pursued this North Star of this new version of me because the old version didn't feel good. I was in another toxic codependent relationship. I was still at war with my body. How exhausting to be at war with your body and still be at war with your body in your 50s, 60s and 70s. Fuck that. Life is for living. Life is for feeling radiant and alive and full of joy de vie and audacity. <laughs> I love that. Right. Let's talk about the queen. So as you step into your 50s, your queen is waiting for you. It's now your mission to embrace her fully so you can walk into your next decade, 60s, with dignity, grace and power. And you're going to fucking need that dignity, grace and power as you get older. You're going to need it. You're going to need to know who you are because the world at large do not treat older women well. And this is why I keep saying it. You need the fucking audacity to stand your ground. I mean, I'm so, oh, you have to stand your ground. You have to. 
A queen is cultivated from the sum of her experiences, wisdom and time on this planet Earth. A queen knows, a queen sees, a queen takes responsibility for her life. She confidently sits on her throne and integrates her many years on planet Earth. She does not sit on her fucking throne going, Oh my God, do you think I'm pretty? Do you think I need to lose five pounds? Oh my God, do you think I should wear this? A queen does not do that. That is princess energy. A queen is honored and celebrated. All of this happens because a queen knows not to waste her energy on hating her body or how she looks. When I was on Instagram the other day, a couple of women said, please help me with body confidence. Please help me embrace my aging body. Do you know what you need to do? You need to start to think differently. You get this one body. This is what you've got right here, right now. You don't get another body. You have to be able to look down at everything you've got and you go, I may not like everything I've got, but I'm going to make the best of what I've got. I'm going to take good care of it. So a queen knows not to waste her energy on hating her body or how she looks. And she she knows she's got better things to do, places to go, people to see. She's not wrapped up in her external. Your external, your body is your least interesting part about you. And if you still think it is your most interesting part, guess where you're residing? You're residing in your princess energies and you need to get the fuck out of those princess energies and grow the fuck up. Your queen is waiting for you. Your qu the queen is not paralyzed by her shortcomings. Like I said, she would never sit on her throne and say, did I eat too much? Do I look all right? I don't really like my cellulite made up term, by the way. Hmm, cellulite is just that. A queen is in control of her emotional house. She radiates and she loves. She's not limited by culture's limitations on how she expresses herself. She embraces who she is. She knows who she is because she's doing the fucking inner work. And she loves to have fun. And she also has built and is committed to cultivating the stamina to ride whatever she feels and whatever life rolls at her. She is not following a strict rule on what a woman, an older woman, is supposed to be. She's not following, she <laughs> nearly said the wrong thing there. She's following her own inner guidance. She is used to doing the inner and outer work and is committed to being the expert on herself. She puts herself first without apology. I'm going to say that one more time. She puts herself first without apology. She has audacity and she celebrates her body and takes darn good care of it. She recognizes where she's over committing and she re she jigs the, the dials. She recalibrates so she can put herself first over and over again. She puts her pleasure first. She understands that pleasure is not something she gets at the end of the week when she's done all her jobs. Pleasure is her birthright. Pleasure is a way of living. She loves moving her body. She has this certain radiance. And I always say you're going to notice older women who know who they are, who, ha who have stepped into and embodied their sovereignty. They have a joy de vie around them. You want to be around them. You want to know them. You're like, what's she on? I need to know more. 
A queen embraces her age and is a role model for other older women and younger women too. A queen wants more for herself and her life and is ready and willing to get out of her comfort zone and make it happen. Audacity, I tell you, you need it. Let's have a look at a bad queen. Use these words on purpose because it's polarizing. A bad queen competes with younger women. She's focused on me, 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 me. She's always obsessed around why things are not perfect. She doesn't come from her heart. She doesn't answer to a higher power or moral code. She wants only for herself. She lives in a state of feeling she's not enough. She And so she's hooked on all these quick fixes all the time. Oh, I need to buy this. I need to buy this. This is going to cure me. This is There's no quick fix. There's no quick fix. There's no secret formula. She pulls herself down with her negative self-talk and she acts like a princess to get what she wants. And she tries to get love with her looks, certain weight and people pleasing. A good queen gives of herself, knows who she is. She's embodied in who she is. You know these women, you see them, you're attracted to them. Clarity is magnetic, essential in the dating and relationship world. You've got to know who you are. If you don't know who you are, then some motherfucker is going to tell you who you are. And if you're a woman who gets enmeshed and lost in relationships, you need to do this work of embracing and embodying your high value queen. She lives in her body. She doesn't live in her head. She lives in her body. She's here. She's grounded. She's present. Again, essential. If you want healthy, conscious love into you, if you want healthy, conscious love, if you want great relationships, you've got to be embodied. She radiates. If you're radiating in life, you are putting out a frequency into the world that's going to attract more people to you attract those lovers to you. Mm -hmm. She takes the high road. There's always a story here with my mum. Um, my mum, I would say she still has some growing up to do. She's 77, even though she says she's 75 forever. She, whenever she gets upset with one of us, she won't take the high road. She'll take the low road. She will uh, send us a low blow text. She will have a go at us. She will project her fears, her insecurities out on us. And I'm like, mum, you have to take the high road. A queen takes the high road. She doesn't get enmeshed or embroiled in people's drama, rama, um, or the chaos. She sees what's going on and she doesn't react. She responds. A queen has stopped fighting with life and herself. Uh, there is nothing more freeing for your energy and your radiance and your joie de vie and your audacity than when you stop fighting with yourself. For since I was 11 till 46, I fought with myself. I fought with myself. I wonder why I sleep a lot now at 52 and I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm recalibrating myself. I'm like, because I spent so long at war with myself. I hated who I was. It's exhausting. I know I've been there. A, a queen is here to serve. If you're in my world, it's one of the things I will say over and over again is I'm here to serve. Queens know that they have value and they're here to serve. So here's, I've got some questions for you. I want, I invite you, better language for you, better language for us, 
I invite you to get really curious about who's running the show in your life. Is it the princess, late princess, queen in training or queen? Who's running the show in your relationships and love life? Who's running the show in your intimacy and sex life? Who do you want to run the show? It's always going to be the high value queen. It's always going to be the high value queen. And you need in midlife, because there's so many changes going on, menopause is going to shake shit up. I love the menopause for it. It literally is shaking you up, getting you to go, hey, notice me. This is your body talking to you. Notice me. You can no longer bury your head in the sand. You have got to plug into me. I fucking love menopause. It's a real fucking wake-up cure. It's a real wake-up call for women to how you are moving through life. Are you busy all the time? Are you committing? Uh, are you saying yes to everybody else and no to yourself? Are you the people pleaser, the good girl, the independent woman that doesn't want any help? Like, fuck, men midlife menopause. Shaking the fuck out of you to go, Honey, you got one fucking life. Is this how you want to fucking carry on? Or are you going to do something about it? Are you going to do something about it? So I said I was going to give you some tips ooh, as I drop everything on the floor. Um, so on how, how do you step into your high value queen? One, you make a fucking decision. You make a fucking decision that this is for you. The high value queen is your North Star. We all need a North Star. It's your high, it's your North Star. I knew at 40, and this is when I first entered the work of the queen. Um, and it was pretty soon after I went, I'm not sure how, what I'm, where I'm going, what I'm doing, but I know I'm going to do something different. And then the work of the queen came my way. And I was like, that's who I am stepping into. And still now, 12 years on, I'm still stepping into her. It's, an, it's a constant evolution. Make the fucking decision that you are no longer a princess, a late princess, and you are stepping into your high value queen. I'm going to tell you a story, quick one. Imagine you and I go shopping. We're going shopping. We pass this boutique. There's amazing dresses in there. You open the door, you see this dress. You cannot believe this dress. You've never seen a dress like it. You take it onto the changing room, you try it on. It looks sensational. You feel like you've never felt before in a dress. You call me over. I'm like, oh my God. Oh. Angels are singing their hallelujahs. You're crying tears of happiness. You've never had an experience like this with an item of clothing. In that moment, it's a hell dress yes there is a resounding full body yes from your whole body it's a yes i'm having this dress this is for me there is not a shadow of doubt you do not question it you know you know within your mind and your body it's a hell dress yes make a decision a hell dress yes decision to step into your high value queen and i trust me <laughs> you already don't have to trust me and <laughs> uh, you your everything will start to shift and shift in your favor everything will start to shift in your favor when you make a hundred percent commit commitment to yourself to doing things differently number two it's all about your attitude if you are moaning and groaning if you're hanging around with people that are draining your energy if you're always over committing if you're looking at problems if you don't if you're not putting yourself first then no none of this is going to fucking work you've got to have a shift in attitude 
and I'll put it in the show notes. You can download my free Queen Starter Kit, which has an attitude adjustment with it. Uh, read it, take note and start doing things differently. Number three, I've already made, it's already in number one, but we reiterate it in number three is have your North Star, know where you're going. List out the qualities from this podcast, from this YouTube episode that stood out for you that you want to embody. Start to think, shit, I need to show up differently. I need to start doing things differently. I need to stop going for the same man. I need to start doing work on knowing who I am and what I want and then starting taking action to make that happen. You've got to be the woman you want to be first to have the things you want. You don't have the great relationship or the fucking money and then you become someone. You be that person now. So you've got to start acting like a high value queen today. What are three small things that you can change today. And don't keep adding more fucking things on every single day. Commit to these three things for the next 45 days. I'm all about the long haul. I'm not about short-term fix. If you still want a short-term fix, if you still think there's a secret cure, I'm not the person for you. Stop listening. You've got this far though. So I kind of know that we're for each other. We're meant for each other. So you're going to start acting like a high value queen and guess what's going to start to happen? Guess what's going to start to happen? <laughs> Shit's going to start to happen. Things are going to start to get hard. You're going to meet roadblocks, obstacles, challenges. There's probably going to be some healing work done. This is where you need to be surrounded by a group of women that are all doing the same work. You need to get support and guidance. And yes, it's a shameless plug for you to come into my world. And this is what I've been doing for the past seven years. This is my life's work. And I have been guiding and coaching and therapizing women to step into the high value queen. There are three main ways that you can, if you want to dive deeper, on really embodying your high value queen. The first is come and join the Midlife Collective. That's my online membership when doors reopen in June. All the details are in the uh, show notes. Uh, two, work with me privately through therapy and coaching. Or three, if you really want to transform your love life, your intimacy, your relationships, how you approach dating in midlife, then come and join us on Midlife Dating School. We start on the 12th of May. All the links are down below in the show notes. Otherwise, you can hop, skip and sashay over to datinginmidlife.com. Thank you so much for spending this last 40 minutes with me. I love talking about this rite of passage. And if you want to start a conversation with me, ask any questions, share your thoughts and your reflections from this episode of the Starman Roadshow, come and find me on Instagram, slide into my DMs. I'm Ms. MS Star Monroe, as in Marilyn, over there. Until next time, Thank you for being you. Thank you for being willing to step into and embody your high value queen. I see you and I bow down in reverence. <laughs>